Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hola, welcome to our February 3rd and 4th edition of Tech Talk for 2024 as we begin a new month. Glad to have you along. This is the Victoria Film Festival Weekend Edition as that event begins in Victoria. We are live with you on Saturday morning, February 3rd. Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast and we'll have a podcast for you to fit into your lifestyle for whatever works with what you're doing this weekend. We special this weekend. Well, we're always special, but this one in particular. We are joined by Ron Freezer. And of course, Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. But if you check in the show notes at tech-talk.ca or tech-talk.ca for those of you in the USA, down at the bottom, you will see that we are joined by our newest arriving international students. Ron, you may go first. Yes. So my new student is from Catalonia, and her name is Martina, and she's in grade nine. Bienvenida. Thank you. And also joining us is Maho, who has come. She actually came with her family from San Rafael in the Mexican state of Veracruz. Bienvenida. Yes, yes. How are you guys doing? Great. You've been here for one week now, so you're just still getting used to things? Yeah. How does it compare, Martina, to what you expected? No, it's good. It's like so familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maho, what did you know? What was different when you arrived? Yeah. How does the weather compare? Because you... you b- well, I actually, I don't know. Ask Martina. What's the weather normally like at this time of year back in Barcelona? It's hotter, but mm-hmm. it's like more or less the same. Oh, okay. And, of course, for you, way, way warmer. Well, yeah, because I live very close to the beach. So mm-hmm. the weather is always hot. Also in Christmas and winter, is never that cold. Okay. We should tell people where San Rafael is because you had to show it to us on the map in Mexico. Yes. Well, it's about 50 minutes of the beach, so it's uh, really close. Okay. Yeah, down in uh, south, w- southeastern Mexico. Yeah, just not that far from, from the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah. So it's really great to have you guys here. So you're both going to Parkland Secondary. Yeah, and then the first thing that they noticed is the weather. Even though mm-hmm. it might be close to where they are, it's very different. And yep. one thing we have is the weather changes so frequently. Yeah, I, I found that a lot of our students are not used to that. They used to, if it's sunny, it stays sunny. Yeah, not halfway through the day, it's raining and colder, and then sunny again. So, weather is similar but different. Yeah. The really neat thing for you, Maho, was that you came with your family. But the problem was, well, not the problem, the challenge was you had to get ready for school and then go to school. And so we put a picture down there. So we, we should say hola to your family who are hopefully listening to us back home there because you came with your dad, Mario, your mom, Josefina, and your older sister, Dana. Yes. But they don't have a lot of English. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a challenge for them because they don't know English. So when I was with, with them, it was fine. Because you were translator. Yeah. But when I was in school and they were alone, I was really worried about them. But it's okay because they found a way to communicate with the Google Translator. So. Yeah, I, I went and played tour guide for two days. 
uh, with with all four of them showing them all sorts of neat places like Todd Inlet and the observatory yeah. and all that and Google Translate using the live translator yeah yeah the yeah. Google Translate app I put a picture into the show notes because for anybody else who's going to be interacting with somebody family friends whatever um, the conversation mode in Google Translate is absolutely great if you look at item 11 in the show notes you'll see I put a picture of one of the things we were talking about in there and I put an arrow pointing to the new button down at the bottom left which is conversation mode yeah so we just mounted it in the car and then whoever spoke in whichever language, it put it on the screen to make sure that it got your words correct. Yep. And then it read the translation. And you'll see the one there. We were looking at one of the BC ferries yep. because they came in the dark. Your family arrived in the dark, so it's kind of hard to appreciate the size. And when we when I dropped them off to go back to Vancouver for the flight back to back home, and they were really impressed by the size of the boat. And so I just looked it up. Uh, on using um, the co-pilot app and it said the ferry Spirit of Vancouver Island carries up to 2,100 passengers and 358 vehicles and there is the translation in Espanol and it read it out loud to them. So Quite accurate too. I've been surprised. I've, I've used it in a few languages. It's Spanish and German mostly we've used yeah. and it's been very good Yeah, like according to the native speakers of that language. So, How are you two finding it for the words here? Because now that you're in school it's not just conversational. The teachers are talking to you in English. Do you find that there's a lot of words, Martina, you don't know? Well, more or less, but I think I get used to it. Yeah. And do you use Google Translate, Maho? Do you use it much? Um, I try to not use it because I'm here for learn. Yeah. So if I don't understand anything, I just ask to the teachers. That's awesome because I know you ask us lots, which is really good because we're learning also. In fact, one of the ones we were, I was when I invited Maho on the show, we were talking yesterday, and I was showing her the show notes, and I said the show notes are tech-talk.ca, and hyphen is the, the line between the words. Yeah. And for Americans, they say dash. dash. Yeah. In Espanol? Guion. So tech-talk.ca. <laughs> so it's, it's really fun. So I really encourage you. I mean, I was, the, I was really the poster child for this one. Two and a half uh, days um, with Maho's family. And we had a great time. We talked about climate change and ferries and politics. Took them, as I say, down to Todd Inlet and to showing all that. And the, ra- the creek they're on is just absolutely raging with the runoff. Yeah, it's amazing how many words that thing can assimilate and translate quickly. Um, when we went to CES, you'd have to have a device like that time kettle device yeah. with it all built in yeah. to be able to do that. But now internet and network speeds have allowed this to happen. Oh, you just said something. That's a really good point. So if you're going to be spending any length of time with people where the language is not great, I encourage you when you go and pick the language, like in our case, uh, Spanish, tap the little download button. So it will put about 250 megabytes, but it'll put the entire language onto your phone. Because when we started walking down the path towards um, the actual beach at Todd Inlet, there's no cell coverage there. So in that case, I would tap the translation and I would show it to them because it can't read it out without a cell connection. Mm. But it could still do the full translation. They were asking about deer moss and about the water in the creek and were there any bears and cougars and <laughs> your, your sister was a little worried that where there might be a bear and a cougar in the in the path maho so yeah i really i felt completely comfortable and even your mom 
who's not used to doing that. It was mostly your dad, but your mom would ask questions. And so it was really cool. So do not, Brian, that's a really good example of this is where technology can make a dramatic difference. Yes. These were three people that I just met. And we talked, we went down to the, I explained legislative buildings, not parliament buildings. Yep. They asked about the statue on top, so I looked up on Copilot, not wanting to do it from memory, about Captain George Vancouver. Oh, yes. And then just uh, chatted away, yeah, on the harbor, on the harbor ferries. and. Oh, yeah, it, it's crazy to be able to transition so nicely with yeah. people, or translate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We took we took Mahor and her family to IMAX, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Uh, have you seen IMAX, Martina? Do Because you, you have IMAX in Barcelona. Have you been to an IMAX? Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. IMAX is a giant screen uh, about, oh, I'll check the height of the IMAX, but it's (laughs) about seven stories tall. It's the tallest screen on the West Coast. Super clear projection. Oh, yeah, that 4K laser projection is incredible. Because, Maho, we got to see deep sky about the James Webb Space Telescope. What's the answer? 18 by 24 meters, the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you, so yeah. much. What did you think? That was your first IMAX, too. What did you think? Yeah, um, it was a huge screen. Yep. Yeah, bring your microphone really close to your mouth. Yeah. Okay. It was a huge screen, so I, you can feel like you're into the video. So it was really cool. Yeah, and that's a great movie. Deep Sky is amazing because it was only two years uh, ago this past Christmas, Ron, that we sat on Christmas Day watching them launch the James Webb Space Telescope. That thing has been amazing. The images that have come back from that have. And now we've already got a a movie. I highly, highly recommend it. And, Brian, one of the things about it, they go into the fact that it wasn't just launching it. It was there were 224 inflection points. If Mm. any one of them went wrong, that was the end of the mission. And you're out two million kilometers away, yeah. And everything has to unfold perfectly. If any one of those 224 doesn't work, bye. Right, the precision of the and they all work. Yeah, the so telescope was, depends on it. Like it's yeah. refracting so many different points onto yeah. that lens. We've got lots of stuff to talk about, but we want to make sure that we open up the phone lines and texts and emails. One of the questions that came up, Brian, last week was about best outdoor surveillance cameras. And yes. Ron, you texted in. And said that I, I'd said that you had Arlo, but you'd actually switch. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the recommendations, what you have, and what we found a couple review sites for you that are in the show notes. Yep. Uh, big change, uh, TELUS Bell and Rogers are no longer offering Canada-USA smartphone plans. But don't worry, we've got some, some good ones for you there. We also have uh, more scams for you to to work out as well. And lots of cool homework videos, including just the first, just the first of the Super Bowl ads for next weekend. Next weekend will be Chinese New Year and Super Bowl edition of Tech Talk. But they're all in the show notes as well. Again, tech-talk.ca, tech-talk.ca, and they're going to smile. Tech-talk. Oh. See, okay, there we go. If you want to talk to the girls, have any questions for them as well, we'd love to have you. Star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada, 250-386-1161 anywhere, and 107010 by text in Canada. If you text, please include your first name somewhere at the beginning or the end. Graham on the phone lines, you're up next. 19 after the hour on Tech Talk with Alan and Brian and Ron and Martina and Maho, and on the phone lines... Graham. Hi, Graham. 
Buenos dias. Como es usted? There you go. You guys going to respond back? I just saw their eyes lit up. Bien, y tú? How you doing, Graham? Very good to hear you and the uh, crew there and your guests. Uh, Alan, just uh, in regards to what we uh, see advertised as rapid charging blocks for cell phones, and uh, just uh, curious if uh, at this point in time, do they have any detrimental effect for the batteries? Uh, with this rapid charge uh, yeah, technology? That's a very good question. First of all, there's two parts to that, Ron. The charging block themselves, the brand, and where you get it. Right. So if, it, if it's a good quality charging block, it will realize what the charge rate should be of the device you're plugging it into yeah. and give it what it decides it's its maximum charging ability. And there are some great ones out there. Um, we'd like to send you the local... Yeah, Anker, A-N-K-E-R. Yeah. If you're out at Costco, if you have a Costco membership, they have a great kit of two, and they also come with longer braided cables as well. And I think they're $40 for two, so yeah. two kits of blocks and cables, and they're fabulous. And they're the size of the smallest ones that you originally got with iPhones and Android phones, the one the size of an ice cube. Yeah. It used to be like a 5-watt little block. Exactly. These, these, yeah. are now, these are now 30 watts. Yes, yeah, really nice. But please, before we answer the second half of your question, Brian, please be really careful, Graham, and anybody else about where you buy these. Do not buy them at dollar stores. Do not buy them at convenience stores. Don't buy them at bargain bins because these are powering your, many cases, $1,000 or more phone. And if you get a cheap one, Ron, it's going to do exactly what Graham was asking about. It's going to potentially damage, and in some cases, frankly... They catch mean, fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're actually that poor. They catch fire. They don't have the protection built in yeah. that quality units do. Yeah. yeah. So these higher power chargers are great yeah. in this rapid charging that we're talking about, and but that's part of it. The reason we're able to do that without destroying our devices is that relationship between the phone and the charger. Yes, yes. And it says, okay, I can fast charge up to 80%. I'm not yes. going to do damage. I'm not going to overheat doing that. Yes. And then I trickle charge the last bit. And this is where, like, I know the iPhones learn your routine. If you get up at 6 every day, it waits until 5 to start to charge. To It'll actually up that say last that right 20%. on the screen. And the other half, and this is an iPhone, iPad only thing, there is an actual chip in the end of the cable. Yeah, And so even if you've got a lesser quality charger, the chip in the end of the cable is going to help regulate the power supply so it doesn't overcharge as well. Yeah, and to so, some extent, I'm sure the phones can regulate it themselves. Like, I make, they're accepting this much or I'm not, but I, I don't exactly know the details can, of that. They can, but you don't want to wear out the self-regulation of the phone. Uh, so you uh -huh. ideally want the charging brick, Graham, and if not, to a lesser degree, the cable to do that work for you. Yes. To protect your phone so it doesn't wear out your battery. But the main question you're asking, Graham, no, absolutely no problem whatsoever using these fast charging bricks and leaving it plugged in overnight is not a problem oh, yes. on modern uh, Android phones and on iPhones. If the phone is six or seven years old, well, there's another reason for needing mm -hmm. to replace it. But yeah, then you got to be careful. That's where you do run into the ability to wreck the But battery. also your battery's hooped at six or seven years anyway. So yeah. it just, you're just... Yeah, and another point that I should make too, because I've heard this story recently, if you've got a phone that's six or seven or eight years old and it's just sitting in a drawer, Get rid of it. Recycle it. Except if it's an iPhone 6 or 7 <laughs> because we have money. Right. Yes. Big money coming back. And we'll talk about we'll talk about that as well. But we'll go back to Graham. Graham, does that answer the question okay? 
Yes, uh, uh, Alan, also that's reminiscent of that uh, tourist uh, diving vessel that uh, they found the disaster, uh, the lost lives was due to uh, an inferior charging block. So, yes. yes mm-hmm. And I, I do see some uh, packaging, whether it be at, uh, let's say, Princess Auto or whatever, that they have some sort of Apple logo on it or something now whether that is something no it just means it works with it does not it's It's not not regulated it's not apple branded yeah and that's the kind of thing with all due respect to the great stuff they do still princess auto canadian tire things like that you honestly it's too important to save the five dollars or so you can buy them when they're on sale yes but get get name brand london drugs best buy staples costco those are the places to get them not the no name brands please if you're buying off amazon please please make sure it is a noted brand because there's a ton logix is another good one by atlantia good product yeah l-o-g-i-i-x not a typo they picked that unusual spelling that's a really good question what do you two do to charge your phones do you do you just leave it plugged in when you go to sleep martina yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. And how often do you have to charge it up with a battery during the day? Every night. Like, I charge it every night. Yeah. And that's it. Maho? Ah, okay, so Maho's headset's not working. That's not her. Yeah. She's not that She's not that quiet, so she's saying exactly <laughs> the same. Okay, when we take a break at the bottom of the hour, we will come up with a plan B so you can hear Maho. So, so uh, Graham had a follow-up part to his question about um, the best way to stream CFAX. Uh, these days, I know we've been using iHeart, and TuneIn was an option. I can't remember if it's still working. Yeah, um, I um, really like Radio Garden. Radio Garden it works really well, and I was thinking, because Maha was saying her family might want to listen in in Mexico, and I'm thinking, okay, well, iHeart is country um, block because there's iHeart Canada, iHeart USA, iHeart Mexico. No, it's working in Spain. Okay, so it's working in Espana. Okay. Yep. Okay, um, if it's not working where you're going, and if it's working now and you're going traveling, then Radio Garden is a good way to work around because iHeart is owned by different companies. It's owned by Bell, our parent company here in Canada, in the USA. It changed. I forget who owns it, but it's a different, it's a different company. Speaking of which, one thing that is important, because I got a couple calls from this for people on behalf of their, on behalf of the, their grandkids, if you're trying to use TikTok, and you're using, this is item number 18 in the show notes, Ron. If you're trying to put music by Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, well, Drake, The Weeknd, Harry Styles, anybody that's licensed to Universal Music, you will find that you can't do that. It'll tell them that there's no music of theirs available. They're having a big licensing spat. Well, and they should. These artists are starting to realize that their songs are being used without permission on some of these platforms or compensation. Yeah. In this case, it wasn't that they were being used without permission, just that Universal wants more money from TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And so they're having a fight. So if you uploaded a video to TikTok that uses music by an artist licensed to Universal Music Group, UMG, the video will still play. The, The audio will be muted. And when they sort out their licensing feud, then it will all be restored. In the meantime, you cannot upload a video to TikTok that has any of... It just says there's no music of theirs you can choose from. I put a snapshot of the one from Olivia Rodrigo, who has 19 million followers and no tracks available on TikTok as of today. Now, there's so much money at stake, Brian. They predict this dispute will will be settled before long. Uh, We just got a message from Atan confirming that he's listening on TuneIn. Oh, awesome. Okay, so tune in there. Uh, Most of those platforms have started inserting their own ads. 
Yeah. And sometimes, which is a tricky with a, if it's a music station, okay, so they interrupt your music for two minutes with ads. But if you're listening to a show like CFAX and they're about to answer your question, and beep, <laughs> the ads cut in. So that's not us doing yeah. that. So I can confirm with uh, Google Speaker, if you have a Google Home Speaker or Google yep. or Alexa, mm-hmm. you can listen to CFAX on those as well. Yes, Just you, say play CFAX 1070. Yeah. And if it doesn't know that, then say CFAX. Yes. Radio, and it will normally figure that out. And that will work if you're traveling as well, if you take one of those speakers. That, that, that's a really good, good point there. Okay, lots more coming up. Um, Daryl, stay on the phone lines. I don't want to rush you through, but the, the break is coming there. Lots of uh, homework videos that we'll get to, a couple of them there. But one I want to mention that we won't play, it's there. Do you guys, have you seen the movie Despicable Me? No. No? No? Okay. I mean, that well, was like the origin of the Minions. Yeah, that's where, where the, the Minions, minions came from. A little yellow and blue. Oh. They're like, oh. oh. No. Yeah, yeah, the min- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, number four, number four is coming out, and the video has gone viral. It's already got something like 12, 12 million views. So I, I put the preview trailer in there as well. They're also building a new theme park at Universal Studios in Florida. It's called Universal Epic Universe. And they've got a really cool preview video giving it that's going to open next year. So that one is in there as well and more coming up as well as the very first of the Super Bowl ads. The Clydesdales are coming back. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue for February 3rd and 4th, Glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, we have two special guests in the studio with us. We're joined by our foreign exchange students, Ron student Martina from Catalonia, because that's one of, that's one of the things, uh, Martina, uh, that you might say that you are from Spain, but actually the people in Catalonia are really proud of having their, their own dialect? Yeah, we have like, yeah. Yeah, we have like our language, mm-hmm. but we are like from Spain mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. And Maho, who is here from San Rafael in Veracruz State. We've got your microphone working, so now we can hear you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we speak um, Spanish in all the country. We just have different accents. Mm-hmm. So when you and Martina talk in Espanol, do you, you can understand each other perfectly? Yes. Do you speak mostly then, when you're here, do you speak Spanish rather yeah. than Catalan? I speak Spanish. Yeah. What what would be a di- can you give us a difference? Can you tell say, tell us something in Espanol and then something in Catalan so we can hear the difference? Okay, let me think. <laughs> Performance pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, like tell me about tell me about where you live back home. Describe where you live in Spanish. Okay. Um, vivo en una pequeña ciudad y con mi familia. Okay. Now I repeat it in Catalan. Um, big and una petit, and una and la meva familia. That was quite different. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Now, when she spoke in Catalan, Maho, could you understand that? I just can't understand some words, but yeah. not all. That's cool. That is really neat. <laughs> okay. So glad we got the microphones working. Thank you, sir. Thank you to those of you that texted in and said you had difficulty hearing Maho. It wasn't her. It was just having that many people in here. Uh, Gary texted in, can you please tell me how I can watch the U.S. version of Super Bowl? You can't, Ron. Yeah, because they want us to have Canadian commercials. Yes. Now, the good news is, because the commercials are 30 seconds, and Ron, $4.7 million U.S. 
It's either 4.7 or 7.4. I check. That's a big difference if you're the bean counter. I will check. <laughs> it is a record high price for the ads. But that's not the best version in any case. Because in many cases, the advertisers, when they're spending that much money for the airtime, and they're spending a lot of money to make the ad, and this year apparently they're saying there's going to be some spectacular ones, a lot of celebrities, that they make like a three-minute version. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> that's what we put, that's what they put on YouTube, yep. and that's what we will put into the playlist. So if you go to the show notes, again, tech-talk.ca, bookmark that, tech-talk or tech-guion.ca. Yeah. yeah. See, if you go down to the down to the bottom where the homework videos are, there you will find number forty-seven. For example, is the sixty-second version, the return of the Clydesdales in Budweiser's Super Bowl ad. Super Bowl fifty-eight. L V I I I. Do you guys know Roman numerals? Did you do in school in Mexico in in Catalonia? Did they teach Roman numerals? Oh yeah, some of them. Okay, so like L, V, I, 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 L is 50, yes. V is 5, I, 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 so 58? Yep. Okay, well, it just occurred to me and never know that. Yeah, so the Clydesdales, Ron, uh, ha- have made a comeback. That's a 60-second version. Maybe there's going to be a longer version as well, but many of the ads will have minute and a half, two, three. I think the record once was there was a nine-minute version for one of the ads. So we will put all of those into a playlist for next week's show notes. But to answer the question, no, Gary, you're going to be watching the Canadian feed. And when they go to break, there's a seven-second delay so that the producers operating out of the control centers in Toronto, they insert the Canadian commercials. Yeah, and if if you're a company that sells a popular product or a big-name company, you have to be there. Yeah. There's no way not to. Yeah, we'll have the full list for, for you there. That, that, that's a really good question as well. Okay, back to the phone lines and Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for waiting. Daryl, there's a seven-second delay, so if you've got us on speakerphone, you won't know that we've come to you for a few seconds, and then you'll suddenly rush up and join us. Are you there? Hmm. No. Okay, I'll put Daryl back on hold. I wanted to go over one scam as well before we go any further. Scam emails. I put a picture of it in the show notes. Claiming to be from Outlook, advising they've received many complaints about your account sending spam. And it says, Dear customer, I'm a representative from the Customer Support Center at Outlook. We've recently received 42 complaints about your email account. There are thousands of spam messages sent from your email address in the last three days. We require your clarification now to avoid the deletion of the email account after 48 hours. We recommend installing an antivirus program. We will choose the best one for you. Click search for virus. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. I laughed at that one, Brian, when it said search for virus <laughs> on there. No. Available only today, by the way, in asterisks. <laughs> oh. The website, um, if you well, – it, it, this one is coming from an address, believe it or not, at CBS News, uh, but overseas. There's an extra letter. And if you mouse over the search for virus button or if you hold your finger on a touchscreen, it takes you to an address at webmail.co.za. Brian, geography test. Zambia. Yes. Yeah. Zambia. So, no. The website is a fake Microsoft account login page. If you put in your email address and password, you are handing your account to hackers who will immediately start stealing your identity and your money. Never click on links and emails like this. No. 
And on a related note, Ron, the one that you sent me this morning, item number two. Yeah, I got one this morning from Shaw. It's a dear valued customer to avoid account deactivation. We're currently terminating all older versions of our email. Please verify and authenticate within 24 hours. Follow below to sign in and update to your email to avoid service disruption. Those are all problematic. Yeah. The sentence structure is not right. The capitalization is not right. And it says it's coming from... Uh, web, at, it says it's coming from Shaw, but... Service it's w- Client is the name of the sender, supposedly, but yeah. if you tap on it... Web at sasktel.net. Yeah. So just a random email that someone set up. If you click on that button to revalidate now, it takes you to a fake Shaw webmail login page hosted on a website in Spain. And if you give them your Shaw email address and password, you might as well give them your wallet. At least you'll know who you're giving the money to. Well, one of the big problems here is if you give away your email and you receive any e-transfers, they have it. Yeah. They'll get to it. If they get to it before you, they'll just deposit it in their account before you ever see it. But they will also see your sta- your, your uh, monthly statement from your bank, and yep. then they will go to that bank account, and then they will trigger a password reset that gets sent to your email. Unless it's dual factor. Exactly. Which things have to make like sure that. you've so set that this up. Is, yeah, and this is one of the things. because, And that's why this these scam emails are coming from sasktel.net. I believe Rogers is buying Sasktel. One of the Rogers or Telus is buying it. One of the things is they don't have two-factor verification. So yeah. all you need to do is get the email address and password, and you're in. Same thing with the Shaw email while it still exists there. So please, tell everybody you know you do not click on messages like that. If you were actually going to have an issue, then you'd be contacted by the company. And yes, yes we are expecting Shaw deactivation in here somewhere on that one. But this this is not it. So there we go. Okay, quick break. We'd love to help you uh, with any questions or texts you have while we're live. Texts go to 107010107010. You have to be in Canada to send a text. Emails can go through to techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. Phone line is star 1070 if you're on a mobile phone in Canada. Otherwise, 250-386-1161. Welcome back to Tech Talk quarter to the hour. On our second hour, we'll go over something, Brian, that we started uh, last week with a listener question about the best home security cameras. Yes. And that's one of those things that really changes a lot year over year. So, Ron, in our second hour, we'll go over what you changed to and why, and also some where people can can make their own decisions in there. When did you change? Uh, About two years ago now. It's about two years. So I've had a good run yep. to try it out, and, and I'll give you all the information. Arlo to Yuffie. It. Okay, but it's in the meantime, if you want to check it out, so if you have any questions for Ron while he's here with us, that's item number 12 in the show notes. So uh, a listener is asking, Maho and Martina, how school is different here compared to back home. So back home is two completely different places, Barcelona and San Rafael. So uh, Martina, how is school different for you? Yeah, like here we have like more fun. <laughs> and <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah, and like in Spain, they're always working and doing homework, and it's like a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. And here, like the classes, we we do like the same classes for for all the week. Mm-hmm. And in Spain, we we did we did different classes, like different classes, different yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what do you prefer? Mm, I don't know. You've only had one week, so it's hard to yeah. hard to tell. 
What What about you, Maho? Well, I would say that the biggest difference for me is the the grades, because here is like ninth grade, tenth uh, grade, mm -hmm. and in Mexico it's different. Uh, we use um, tercero de secundaria, uh, primero de prepa. It will be like first of high school, you know. Mm -hmm. So we don't have like that numbers. Yeah. So well, also you have to get used to a different time. Oh yeah, uh, that's true. Because in Mexico, I usually go to school in the evening mm -hmm. because my school has middle school in the morning and high school in the evening. So okay. it's hard for me to wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and do that. And also the the length of the classes here. Back home, you had how many how many classes in one day? Oh yeah, sure. Um, as Martina said, we have the same classes all the week, but we only have four. Mm -hmm. So, and... Back home, they would be, did you say seven? Yes, seven. But they are um, less time because they, in Mexico, only last um, 45 minutes, and here it's 85. So <laughs> How are you finding it? Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What about what about the language? Because you both got really, really good understanding of English. Are you are you finding that it's a challenge to keep up with what is being said in the class, Martina? Well, sometimes, but I think I'm good yeah. for now. And are the teachers pretty good when you say I don't understand? Yes, they are. Because sometimes they speak very, very fast, so I get lost. So I just ask, and they are very nice. Yeah. They explain it all to you, so yeah. yeah. What about the boys and girls? What are they like here compared to back home? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, about a physical... Yeah, just the, their attitudes, the way, they, the way they act. Well, okay, about the, the way they act. In Mexico, I think we are like more open. Mm -hmm. yeah. We are like, we're always like loud in and you talk with everyone. Mm -hmm. And here, uh, the people, it's like close, only with their friends. And yeah. yeah. What yeah. about in Catalonia? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It takes a little bit to get used to people. Yeah. You c it sounds like you guys are out. Well, look, you've already made friends with each other, but it <laughs> sounds like you're making friends with lots of other people as well. That's the real challenge, Ron, because the international students come and go. Yeah, and here it seems like they form groups early in yeah. school, like in elementary school, and those groups stay pretty intact because our experience with international students has been it's very hard for them to break into that friend group Yeah, because they pretty much have all they can handle with their friend group, and sometimes they do fit in, mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't. It just It's different every year with every group of students, but that's a good generalization. That's true. Yeah. But also the fact that even if they really like you and everything, you're only going, in your case, you're only here for half a year, so five months, and then you're going to... Part of it's home, that, so. I've heard that from local students, yeah. that they don't want to form a close friendship and then lose that friend. Yeah. That is part of it. Well, yeah. Maho and I were talking the other night, and yeah. I said, on the other hand, if you make really good friends here, these are friends that it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you'll stay, particularly with, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp. Whatever. From yeah. experience, they do stay. The good, the good ones do stay in touch. Like if you make a good friend here, you will yeah. still hear from them. Okay, uh, Daryl, I'm check back on the phone lines. Daryl, are you with us there? I think Daryl's got us on speakerphone. Oh, there he is. I think that's him. I can hear the sound of the phone moving. Are you with us, Daryl? Okay, I'll come back. I think the I think the delay. He may be sounds trying like he's in the car. Yeah, yeah. maybe doing other things. Okay, one of the things to to mention there uh, in passing. Uh, well, this will tie. We'll take a break and we'll tie into this as well. Big changes for plans if you are going 
traveling outside of Canada. Not good, but good at the same time. The big one is the surprising disappearance of Canada-USA smartphone plans, with one big exception. When we continue on Tech Talk after this. Before the hour on Tech Talk as we continue. So I had a couple people that called me and contacted me this week saying, hey, we're going to the USA and we were a little late, didn't get it done during Canada, but what's the best deal for Canada USA smartphone service so it'll work down there? And I went on the website and went, oh, wait. And then I went to Bell and I went, okay. Then I went to Rogers. Oh, so uh, TELUS, Bell, and Rogers have all quietly, Ron, taken away their Canada USA smartphone plans. Gone. And they, it looks like they all jumped into that because Freedom did it first and yes. started to really put pressure yeah. on the other companies. And now they've disappeared as an option. Well, not disappeared. They have morphed, make sure you're sitting down. So <laughs> yeah. they are now all giving you a Canada USA Mexico plan. Yeah. $110 a month for Rogers. $105 a month for TELUS and Bell. Now, they're justifying that, Brian, by saying, yes, but we're giving you 150 gigabytes of data. I mean... <laughs> yeah, there's that's such a... Well, it's like these... We were talking recently about the iPhone, the new iPads having the OLED displays. Yeah. Um, not OLED, it was um, something else. <laughs> but it's, it's just like forcing through these extra features to justify a that huge price increase. you're never going to increase. use. Right. I mean, that's five gigabytes per day, 5,000 megabytes per day. If you just sat there in bed and watched movie after movie after movie, okay. But you'd have to do that every day of the month in order to get to that kind of level. And this is the base plan. It's not like, oh, you can buy this if you're a big user and yeah. it's adjusted by the price is adjusted appropriately. Yeah. No, we're just forcing everyone to this plan so we can, you know, so squeeze more money out of them. The good news is Videotron-owned Freedom Mobile has several Canada-USA plan. They're not as cheap as they were as Black Friday and Boxing Week, Ron, yeah. but they're still a lot less expensive than the others. Item number 13 in the show notes, you can get Canada-USA 50 gigabytes for $39. Not bad, not bad. 75 gigs for 45 100 gigs for 50 if you do want Mexico coverage, I wouldn't go with the big three, not at 105, 110, because Freedom's Canada, USA, Mexico plan is $65 a month, and that's 60 gigs of data. So that's going to be that's going to be plenty. Yeah, that's good. And 73 countries. What else do you need? Yeah. Now the other half of that is for Eric, who's go, going to Cuba, and I had said, well, you can try Freedom Mobile's um, Rome Beyond plan. Oh, wait, doesn't include Cuba. Oh, guess what? Now it does. It's now a 73-country plan instead of 71 countries. Uzbekistan was the other one they added, in case you care. It's called Rome Beyond, and it lets you use your phone just as you would here to 73 countries currently without having to pay any roaming fees. And I highlighted it on the list, item number 14 in the notes. And that does include Cuba. The, the, the closest you can get to fine print, Ron, is you have to be on that plan for at least three months. To roam with it. Yeah. So if you're yeah. going to go to there. So, yeah, even if you say, well, I'm only going to, you know, these countries for two weeks. You can't start up a month and then cancel it after yeah, a month. You can yeah. go back down to a cheaper plan for after, th after three months, which is what I'd recommend you do. Yeah. So that's there. That's item number 14 in the show notes. Okay. Text here for you. Uh, James, hi guys, do you know the outcome of the class action lawsuit against Apple throttling iPhones that was due to be heard on January 29th? Yes, 
Uh, I put this update into the show notes as well, and this is item number 10. February 21st will be decision day for that. The B.C. Supreme Court Justice Sharon Matthews will decide on that date, or she'll announce her decision on that date. We all expectations are that they are going to um, approve what the lawyers say was a hard-fought proposed settlement. If you owned an iPhone 6, 6S, 6 Plus, 7, or 7 Plus, you will get, Ron, $150. Nice. Provided you can provide the serial number. That's going to be a challenge. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely the tough part. I know several of you have texted and emailed me to say, I found it in the drawer, or I found the receipt, or I found whatever. Yeah, you just need something with the serial number on it, whether that's on a piece of paper, on the box, or in the case of an iPhone 6, it's engraved on the back of the phone, so even if the phone won't turn on anymore. Get your microscope out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're there, but they're small. Yeah, uh, a similar settlement in the USA just resulted in Apple paying more than 400 million US to their iPhone 6 and 7 users. It works out to about $92.17 US that they're getting. So this is 150 Canadian in there. So that's a that's a substantial sum. This a is worth deal. Yeah. this is worth doing the homework. So, again, mark that on the calendars. Well, we'll keep track of it for you, February 21st. But you are going to need to get that serial number. Now, if you bought it from Apple themselves, then Apple should, as part of the settlement, turn on a system that will allow you to get the serial number from them. Right now, you can only go back 18 months, Mm -hmm. and we're talking seven years for an iPhone. Eight years if we're talking for an iPhone. 2017, so, yeah. So it's going to be seven years and eight years back to, to do this. So it'll be worth finding that. But check your emails. Go back and see if you can find a receipt there. If you bought it from Telus or Bell or Rogers or Shaw, well, Shaw wasn't around back then, then, yeah, you may have it on the email receipt or on a paper receipt. So that's a good one. So stay tuned on that one there. Okay. Uh, Daryl, we'll talk to you during the break and see if we if we can find you there. Um, Martine was asking about Google Translate. Yes, it's free on iPhones, iPads, and Android phones and tablets. You can use it on a Mac or on a Windows computer, uh, Brian, but then mm-hmm. you don't get the conversation mode. You have to literally type it and and do it that way. Yeah, I think it's most helpful that way was when you have the phone in between you. Yeah, but that does work on iPhones, iPads, and Android phones and tablets. Okay, hour number two of Tech Talk coming up. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hour number two for our first show of the month of February, one day after Groundhog Day, Saturday, February 3rd of 2024. We are live on the 4th. Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast, and Brian's working away on the podcast. We, this weekend, if you're just tuning in, this is kind of cool. Myself, Ron Fraser, my retired tech enthusiast buddy from also out in Sydney, Brian, our technical producer, and Martina and Maho. Martina is uh, Ron's international, one of your international exchange students, Ron. Yes, one of three. One of three. Yes. The other two for people that have not been following the playlist. Uh, we have Lena from Germany mm-hmm. and Daun from South Korea. Yeah. And also with us is Mahu, who has just arrived a week ago. She came with her family from San Rafael in Veracruz in Mexico. In fact, if you look at the pictures, Maho, your dad sent some because we were asking what you did down there. And at the bottom of the show notes, there's some pictures of the banana plantation that your family runs there. Yes, um, my dad works in the banana uh, 
business. So yes, it looks really cool. I the, the giant bananas, and also I never knew how they washed them and wrapped them. One of the pictures at the bottom of the show notes shows the giant tanks where they wash the bananas. Yeah, in Mexico uh, we have like a lot of fruits. So when I leave. Is more the bananas. Yeah. Do you miss the fruit here? Well, I guess you can get bananas here, but. Oh, I don't like bananas. So. <laughs> what? How can you? How can you be? F- you're from Mexico and you don't. Like <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Dad, yeah. get into oranges. Yeah, yeah. We, we should talk about that because one of the first things we did, and I'm sure Ron did it with you, Martina, uh, was take you to the supermercado, supermarket. What What did you think of the of the food here? Um, I think the difference is like a big difference because in Mexico we have like basic things mm-hmm. and things that I can't find here or are like so strange to find here. For example, in Mexico we have the corn tortillas mm-hmm. and here I just found uh, flour Fla- tortillas. Yeah. So yeah. It's on our shopping list. Go find good corn. Does anybody know? You can. I, I know it's a tech show, but where can we get really good uh, authentic corn tortillas? Uh, they have them in fairways. Okay. Yeah, Fairways Market has them. There we go. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. We'll see? see? They have a Mexican section. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be small compared to what you're used to. You brought us some really cool snacks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I brought them um, tahin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know of it? Yep. Yeah. And I brought them my favorite chips. They are Takis Fuego. <laughs> oh, spicy. <laughs> fuego is a good name for them. Yeah, yeah Fuego. Yeah, that's good. What There's about extra you? Extra Fuego, too. What do you be about you, Martina? What, uh, what do you find about the food here? Um, it's different, Yeah. but I like it, mm-hmm. yeah. What have you found that you really like here so far? What, sorry? What's your favorite food that you found here so far in your... I don't know. One week. What pasta. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, we're both, pa- you're, yeah, we're all pasta people, right? We had yes. Italian pasta with chicken and lemon the other night. That, ah. that was a hit. Yeah. Ron's a very good so cook good. as well, so we're going to do that. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you teach us. Uh, cooking it as well some of the dishes you want to make anyway it's really fun uh, if you want to be an exchange it's not in the notes I'll put it back in if you would like to be a host parent it's really wonderful it will make you feel young again <laughs> we certainly definitely younger and it's really fun to show them all the, the the cool things that we have to do here in Victoria particularly when the weather gets better here okay one of the things we promised we would do this came up last week uh, Ron was home security cameras and I remembered you showing me the video from your Arlo system that you used to have, but then I discovered you changed. Yeah, I, I started with the Arlo security system because, well, frankly, the company gave us one when we started to sell them. Yep. So they gave all the managers. You were still at London Drugs. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, one with one with a camera to try it out because yep. they thought, how can you tell people about it unless you try it? Yeah. It's very true of many things. So I did, and it worked great at the time. There were no other camera systems that you didn't have to subscribe to and pay a monthly subscription. Yes. And wireless was unusual. There weren't many wireless camera systems that weren't like multi-thousand dollars. Yeah. So this was reasonable. So I started with those. They had rechargeable batteries built in. And then I had them for about a year to two years, and some of the cameras started to just fail, Mm -hmm. particularly ones that were in the sunshine all the time. Okay. And just stopped working. Wow. So I thought, okay, if this, and it, it happened with a couple, I replaced them and I thought, no, this is probably going to go all the way through. So I ended up looking around and looking online and I found a company called Eufy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, um, E-U-F-Y. Yeah. And all the, the consumer reports on their service was really good. Mm-hmm. 
the quality of the cameras reported was really good, and they had enough options. And particularly, again, no subscription required. Yeah. So you get a week of recording uh, time from all your cameras and devices. Yeah. They'll take clips up to a minute long automatically. If you want to record manually, you can do that too. Mm -hmm. Cameras are solar powered, uh, all wireless. Um, you can get ones that are ba have batteries in them and really do have a one-year recharge rate between yeah. charges. Amazing. How about night vision? Night vision in all of them. Yep. So infrared vision gives you about 20 feet. And then uh, some of the new solar cameras, I have a couple of them, actually have spotlights built in. That'll give you even more than that in full color. So they actually come on when they sense the motion. Yes, which if you have it set somebody, for that. Yeah, if you have it set for and, that. And that's the other thing. You have a myriad of options. You can have an alarm go off. You can have the light come on or not come on. So you can turn all of that on and off in whatever configuration you want. So as we promised last week, um, to Ron put this together, you'll find item 12 in the show notes is a really great uh, summary of the best ones from buyersguide.org. Yep. And it goes through why and where to get them. If you want to skip right to their recommended model, it's what Ron's got. It's the Eufy Security Camera Kit, two indoor-outdoor video cameras and a base, as Ron said, battery-powered, 1080p live stream video, night vision, two-way talk, saves the recordings to a micro SD card, works with both Amazon Alexa and Apple HomeKit. Currently on sale, that's not why we're mentioning it, but we said we'd do this, $220 at, at Amazon. But things change. So even since Ron got his, Eufy now has a new 4K model, the Eufy Cam 3, and it comes in a kit of four for about $800. So Yeah, they're always putting together different configurations. And I've got to say, watch around Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, through Christmas, some of the deals were fantastic. They also sell these at Costco. Yeah. And they have one option in store, but they have more online. So one of the big questions uh, is, is it worth paying the extra money to get 4K? So 4K means twice the sharpness. Yeah. So you, I would say when people have asked me and I've said, well, what's it for? What are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to see what's going on in the backyard or in your driver or whatever? Or is there a problem and you want to find out who is doing something? If that's the case, if it's something where you need to identify the car or the person. Yeah, a license plate, something like that. Spend the money for 4K. Yeah. Police will love you. Yeah. Because it makes their job so much easier. They can try and clean up the images, but the 4K, Brian, makes such a dramatic difference. to And also, the 4K tends to not only be sharper, it tends to be a higher quality image because it's a different chip. Yep. So you're going to really notice the difference right, in, totally. in terms of the clarity. When you're trying to zoom in on who is that guy that's taking my garbage can right. or whatever. It's going to be much more like CIS or what's the show? CSI. CSI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, enhance, well, enhance. Well, and they're very good too. Like you can, all of them I've seen have AI built in that basically say, I don't want to record the cat if it walks through a hundred times a day. Yeah. I just want people. Deer I've, is a big deal uh, yeah. around here. So you want to be able to adjust the sensor and tell it. They're really smart. Yeah. I, I, they really do work well that way. The other question I get all the time is what's the range? And I have to say the one I've got furthest away is actually mounted inside the trailer. Mm -hmm. on the other end of the house from where the router is, yep. and I get great reception. 
Okay. So it's, you know, it's a Shaw router. It was, it's probably 70 feet away or so. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and the number one thing that people are going to ask is how easy is it to set up if they're not techie the way you are? Really easy to set up. The, the most difficulty you'll probably have is setting a schedule for when you want it to automatically start and shut off. Mm-hmm. And they've improved that too. Okay. Um, so you name your network, you call it whatever you want to call it. It shows you a picture in the app of any camera or device you have hooked up to it. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Eufy card, the smart card, yep. the tracker, yes. shows up in that list too. Oh, wow. So if you want to find out where your devices are, look at your cameras, you yep. can do it all in the same app. Okay. So there's a fair amount of information for you in item number 12 in the show notes there. Ron, thanks for for compiling that. That's really useful information because I learned a lot just going through. It's one of those things that changes quite rapidly. But yeah, as much as we want you to save money, do check out the prices at Costco. They have lots of bundles. But seriously think whether it's worth the money uh, getting the, the 4K model because it's a substantial uh, upgrade in image quality. If you just want to see, is it the deer or is it the raccoon, then okay, the 1080p is going to be fine. But if you think this is going to be needed to prove that this is the person doing something, then yeah, unfortunately, you want to spend the money on the 4K version. Well, in a real story about their customer service, so one of the cameras I bought is solar-powered, mm-hmm. and it charges automatically from solar, so it has batteries in yep. it charged from solar. And I noticed it was dropping just a little bit, but dropping. And they said, you know, with reasonable sunlight, it should stay charged at a hundred percent. I phoned them up. Yep. They asked me to answer a couple of questions about where it was, how it was mounted, take a picture of it. Yep. And they said, oh, we think your solar panel's, panel's defective. We're sending you a brand new camera. This is after about a year. Wow. Sending you a brand new camera. Do you want the old one back? No. Yep. That's so okay. it's still when I charge it up lasts for a year. I still have that yep. and it's working. Okay. Really good company to deal with. Judy, Daryl, and Tony on the phone lines. We'll come back to you when we after we come back at a break. And a question for the girls about how they stay in touch with their friends and how are they using their phones in school here when we continue on Tech Talk. As we continue on Tech Talk for our first show in February. Next weekend will be combination Chinese New Year, Year of the Dragon, and Super Bowl show. So we'll have all the videos in there. But first of all, Arnold's been waiting patiently on the phone line. Hi, Arnold. Thanks for waiting. You're welcome. No problem. Uh, this is a very strange problem, and it's happened twice. Um, suddenly woke up on it about three or four days ago, and uh, all of my emails in my in-basket had disappeared except for about four or five. Uh-huh. Now, uh, this has happened once before. I have uh, looked all over the place, archive every place, and they I'll, just I'll are put money not down on this found. one. <laughs> yeah, Ron, we think we know what this one is. What does your email address end in, Arnold? At what? Uh, Outlook. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing that you got tricked into giving your password into what you thought was Microsoft, and scammers went and put a rule in that says move all messages to conversation history so that we can then send out spam Amazon gift card requests. Oh, oh that was not what I, what I was oh, going to say. Gonna filtering, think? the new filter feature in the Outlook has been messing up so many people where it's filtering down to whatever search results. So it's showing the four things that message mentioned Bob okay. and they can't, and it's not super obvious okay. how to turn that filter off. So let's start with that one. Um, do you have any, do you have any filter turned on? The filter is at the top of the list of emails. Yeah, I'm on getting the my right three computer. lines. Uh, 
shelters. Um, yeah, let me bring it now, up. I've, I've, I, okay, I've, I've got. I'm kind of using both the the um, Microsoft 350, 360, whatever it is, Outlook, uh, yep. new new one. Oh, the, okay, the new Outlook the, Mail app. Yeah, that's where the filtering control. Oh, but if it's is. happening on all the devices, then all the different no, but programs. No, the filter, the filter on one. Okay, so let's let's start with this one uh, on the left, where you okay. see all your list of folders. That's, Do you yeah. see one called Conversation History? Well, I just see the icons. Yeah, click on Conversation uh, History. What's the What's the uh, icon look like? No, when you look at your inbox, outbox, draft, sent, etc., it's in that list. Oh, it's in that list. Yeah, inbox. Oh, okay, I'm looking at the. Uh, okay. That whole list there, yeah. Um, Do you see conversation history? You should see it. In alphabetical order? No, that would be too uh, easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Conversational history, yeah. Is there Nothing anything in, the in there? Nothing. Okay. So what I want you to do is go up to the top right corner where you see the gear. Now, this is on Outlook.com or on the Mail app. This is not on the 365 <coughs> version. In the top right corner, there's a gear. Anybody oh. else, if you use... Yep. Okay, so you're on the... Uh, I'm using the... The other one is the uh, the app, the Outlook app. That's one. That's perfect. Up in the top right okay. corner. Anybody else that's using uh, this, this is an important thing for you to know where this is. Go to the gear in the top right corner. Just, just, just a minute. Let me go to the conversation history no, there. No, no, don't worry about it there. Oh, no. don't. If there's okay. nothing in okay. conversation history, it's not that. It's something else. So we're going to okay. go to the gear in the top right corner, and that will give you um, a pop-up. I don't see the gear here. Um, gear. Gear here. Uh, no, close. No, I got my... Okay, there should my, be... Um, icon. My, your icon, initials my or a picture should be in the top right. Yeah, up on yeah, on the top row. Yeah, on the top row, the blue and white, there should be a bunch of icons, and one of them should be a gear. No gear. No gear. And you're on the Outlook no Mail gear. app. You're not on. You're not on the Outlook software. On the you know the app that you put on the computer. It's been yeah. there for ages. Okay. okay, if it's been there for ages, this isn't the one. It should say O with a new on it down at the bottom. What does your icon look like down at the bottom? Um, oh, it's, uh, it's a blue. Blue and white envelope. No, it's, well, yes, yeah, there's a an envelope there with a little, another little round circle beside it, yeah. And does it say new? Nope. Okay. We're on the, so I tell you what, I'm going to get your number because you waited long enough. We're going to call. But what I want everybody else to do, if you can do this, if you're using the Outlook Mail app, you want, and Ron, you can follow along and see if I get this right. You click on the gear, which gives you a settings pop-up. And in the middle column, you want the one that says rules. And that will tell you what rules are there about messages you've said to block or things you've said to filter, but you want to find out whether or not there is a message in there that scammers would have put on saying to do this, because this is our favorite trick, Ron, when they get into your account. It's under mail. So uh, yeah, under general settings and then mail, it yeah. says. Rules. And then rules. We get on the right-hand side and layout. Yeah. 
So I've got a whole bunch of rules that I've put in that I've told the system to block emails from certain places, from yeah. all the scam ones. But that's where you want to make sure there isn't a rule that says move new messages to conversation history and stop processing. Because, Brian, that's what they do. And then when they start sending out emails from your account saying, hi, I'm in hospital. Can you do me a favor? Can you buy me Amazon gift cards? Right. And Ron replies back, says, this doesn't sound like you. Have you been scammed? You don't get that because it's going into this hidden folder. Right. It's buying them some time. Yeah. So what we'll do is, Arnold, we'll connect our computers um, tonight because we'll be playing tour guide showing Maho around her new city. And But tonight we can connect computers and I'll check those settings and see if we can figure out what's happening to your messages. There's something going on. So it's either a rule or it's filtering, as Brian said. Filters are the three lines cascading the widest and then at the top of the column of emails. And, and people sometimes accidentally change on one that says, just show me my unread messages. That's the most common one, right, Brian, that people exactly. are doing. And then you'll do that. And you can tell it's done that because there will be an envelope with a dot in the corner where the lines were indicating you're in filters mode. Yes. But most people don't know what that means, and so they don't spot it. It's, I, I really hate the execution of that on this. It's, it's been such a pain for so many people. Yeah, it's useful once you get to understand it, but otherwise. Okay, one important one. We were talking, Ron, a few minutes ago about the chargers for the, because Kathy had texted in saying that she's heading off to Vietnam and had bought one on Amazon. Yes. So we had her send us uh, the name of what? I'll go back to my text to find it here. And she had uh, ordered a Nokipath, N-O-K-I-P-A-T-H, to charge an iPhone 13, iPad Mini 6, and Mini 5th. Yes, random uh, company name from manufacturer. And I looked it up and I said, no, 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 no CSA or UL logo. So that's yeah. dangerous in there. It was two of them for 20 bucks. So I said, no. So we, But you found an equivalent one um, from a brand that we do like, also on Amazon, called Anchor. Yep. And this is a 33-watt, and it's a two-port. It's got one older USB-A plug and one newer USB-C plug. Yes. So and work with any device, basically. And it is $26. Yep. So Kathy's going, to, Kathy's going to order one of those. So yes, please, if you're going traveling. Logix um, has a really good little travel charger, which has all the different plugs for the different countries and also has USB-A and C plugs, and you can charge three devices at the same time on one model, the other device as two models. They're about $50, but then they're gonna work anywhere in the world. They make great quality stuff. Yeah. And I know we carry it at London Drugs, they're available online from Atlantia.com too, I believe, but. Yes. Yeah. Okay, one uh, homework video one I wanna get you to play. It will be, um, and this is, and you're not that one, the other one from, I'm not going to tell you the name of the person, but it is item number, there we go, 43. You're going to recognize this sound as soon as you hear it. Okay, you're going to recognize it if you're of a certain age. This takes you back to 1986. Bruce Hornsby, now 69 years old joins the BBC Concert Orchestra for a live studio rendition of his 1986 hit, Just The Way It Is. Great sound. That's in Studio 2. It's a special thing they do at the BBC, having a concert orchestra. Anyway, there you go. 
Thank you, Ron. Not this Ron, different Ron. Just saying, 43 in the show notes. Okay, quick break. News update. Uh, when we continue, we've got uh, more information uh, for you. Also, WhatsApp now lets you share your screen during a video call. And a couple people want to know things about how the girls stay connected when they're here and back home. We'll compare cell phone use here versus Spain and Mexico. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue on our first show for February with Ron and Brian and our two foreign exchange students, Martina from Barcelona and Majo from... San Rafael in Mexico. Okay, so we were talking about corn tortillas. You said you missed those? Yes. Our listeners are great to help you out here. So they said maiz, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, M-A-I-I-Z on Fiskard. Ron, do you know that one? No. Well, you get to go discover this after the show. And Adriana's on Keating have locally made corn tortillas. There we go. It's right where the one on is uh, right where the co-op food store is. So thank you to the six or seven of you that have texted that in. We will go. We'll go check that out later. <laughs> thank you. I texted you both a message that came in from a listener because I don't understand it because it's mm-hmm. in Espanol. So you, one of you can do the first part. You want to read it out in Espanol and then okay. you can answer. Okay. It's que sabía sobre Canadá o esta área antes de venir aquí. And what does that say? What did you know um, about Canada, Canada? Sorry, uh, or this area before coming here? Mm-hmm. And I would say that I only knew about the maple syrup and <laughs> the <laughs> maple leaf. Yeah. So yeah. Your sister took home some maple leaves. Oh yeah. We went hiking near Todd Inland. She was fascinated by the colors. And what about the second part, Martina? Okay. Wait. She's, bring, she's bringing it up on her phone. Hopefully. Do you want to okay, read it? Yeah. Oh, oh she got it. Hay algo aquí que estés deseando intentar hacer, comer o ver? And it's, um, like, is there anything here that you are looking forward to trying to do, eat, or see? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think that what I miss in Spain is tortilla de patata. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what it's? Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. And bravas. That is like a type of potatoes, mm-hmm. and it's so good. And bravas. I don't know. Good I would answer. like to see Canada in general. Yeah. Oh, there's lots to see around here. What, yeah. do you, what do you? Where are you going to take the? Where have you taken the girls so far, Ron? And where? Well, where, where are you going to take them? First week of school. We haven't done a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> it's really been in getting acclimatized to the bus system and everything else. Today, I think we're going up to Cow Bay. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty. The drive up there, the Malahat. Yeah. Um, if it's clear or cloudy, a little bit's okay. But we're going to do that today. That's our goal. Yeah. But everything we want to do: little Qualicum Falls, Englishman River. Yeah. When Goats on Roof opens again, we'll yes. be up there. Coombs. Cathedral Grove, uh, Port Alberni, the McLean Mill. Yeah. Like those are those are to me the highlights of what we've got around here close yeah. by. We're going to start off, Maho. We're going to go explore the town today so you get to see that, see the harbor. Your parents have already seen this. You've seen the pictures of your, of your yeah. mom and dad with the Canada and the legislative building. So we'll we'll go do all that and, and check out that, check out Chinatown, things like that. So it should be fun. And we'll start start off there because you got school is kind of important, but we got to do that. Oh, yeah. So the other question was, how do you stay in touch? What apps do you use to stay in touch in your homes? And are you using anything different here? Martina? No, we use the, the apps that we usually use are WhatsApp and Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
So it's the same. No Snapchat? No. Well, in Mexico, we use the same, only WhatsApp and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I do have a Snapchat, but I haven't used it since 2018, I think. Yay. So so then you can have real? a life. Yeah. Do yeah. you use Be Real? I don't have Be Real. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Emma will get you one. Emma is our German shirt. <laughs> Emma will get you one, Be Real. Yeah. Um, and in terms of how is it in school for using your phones at home? And, of course, it's just changing just as you arrived. Uh, Ron, we talked uh, about this last week, and Brian, that they're bringing in the new rules on trying to restrict the use of, of phones in schools here. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense in my it's opinion. A work in progress. We'll find out. But at, at back home in in Barcelona and in San Rafael, are you allowed to take your phones to school? Are you allowed to use them in class? No, we are not allowed to use them in class. We have to keep them in the locket. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And how about here? Here we have to keep them in the backpack. Okay. But are you allowed to use them in any of your classes? Like if the teacher asks for something. Yeah. Yeah, but if no, no. Okay. And how about in San Rafael? Um, in my school, we're not allowed to have our phones with us. We ha- we can have it, but in our backpacks. Okay. But we do use it when the teachers are not. So Is that yeah. strange when the teachers say you can use your phone? Does that feel weird? Um, no, because okay. we can use it, but only with the teacher permission. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and here, um, we're not allowed to use it, but. I don't think I would use it mm, if we were allowed mm-hmm. because I can do everything on my iPad, so I don't need my phone. Cool. This is so fun learning all about this. Gracias. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce texted, and we were surprised when we recently renewed our Canadian passports that our photo inside is now black and white rather than color. We submitted color photos as requested, and the Canadian passports came with black and white. We asked, and they said they're updating technologies, and th- that is all that is required. Question mark, question mark. Our seven previous passports are all color photos. Wow. Yes. I had no idea. So this is interesting timing. It's a way that this show goes. So Suzanne needs to re- re- renew her passport. Um, I did mine just before Christmas. She got busy, obviously, getting ready for Maho. We didn't. You still can't renew your Canadian passport online. But you can use an online tool to speed up the renewal process. So, Suzanne, if you're listening at home, (laughs) for you, 21 in the show notes, uh, how to do it. But, yes, the passports now have a biometric chip built into the back cover. So when they scan your passport, whoever they is, they see the full-color photo that comes off the online database. Okay. So that's why the black and white photo is put in there. But, yeah, the way it works is you fill out the online information, not so much the application, but just the information, and then you can make an appointment to go down to the Bay Center here in Victoria to get your passport renewed, and they'll do it right there, and you'll get it in 10 days, or you can have them mail it to you, your choice. But you have to do the first step online now to do that. You don't have to. You can physically mail it in, Hmm. but that will take a lot longer, so they've, they've really sped that process up so that is item number 21 check your passport make sure it's not expired if you're going out of the country and your passport is up within 30 days or 60 days depending on the country they won't let you go because they say you could go there 
and stay there and your passport could expire and then you're there illegally and the Canada government has to bring you back at their expense. So that's why you want to check the date because time goes by quickly, Ron. On yeah, I, we did a 10-year one. I was just looking at mine and we're seven years yep. into it already. Yep. It's amazing. One other fun homework video, and I'm sorry, I forget the name of the person that, that sent this to me, but if you have kids that love dinosaurs, you're going to love this. Um, it's on Instagram, but it, it's really kind of cute. The guy's name is Sven Benzman, and he sings more dinosaur names than you can imagine in a little short ditty, We Are All In Love With Dinos. Brian has to reload it because it comes muted. Brachiosaurus, Stegosaurus, Eloenceratosaurus, T-Rex, Parasaurolophus, and the Plotocus. Small ones are the Lophosaurus, Dryo or the Kentrosaurus, the Pachycephalosaurus, and Calimimus. In a land before time, Ceradaki, Petri, Spike, no long neck, little foot, thus was a Brontosaurus. We are all in love with dinos. If you're feeling lost, just think of sauropods. So we are all in love with dinos. Triassic till Cretaceous, so they still amaze us. The reason Benny got wiped out, bitten by a raptor snout. Three horns and a beak on top, that is the Triceratops. Ornithocarus flies above, Quetzalcoatlus looking tough, Mosasaurus looks a lot like Leopleurodon. Herbie Carney omnivores, heads from Exodinosaurus, some were living in large herds like Iguanodon. There you go, you gotta go watch the whole, you, what you can't see is actually put pictures of all these on the screen. With apologies to Billy Joel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really good though. Really that was good. really, I mean, and it's all one take. There's no, I watched yeah. it twice, there's no edits, he's doing all those names of dinosaurs. That is I cool. Mean, I love the Land Before Time reference. Yes. That one hits there's, home. There's several more that will, co that will come up uh, in there as well. There we go. By the way, if you're just tuning in, if you want to see the girls, you will see pictures of Brian and Ron and me with Martina and Maho, uh, as well as the pictures of her family arriving. They're all at the bottom of the show notes, tech-talk.ca, tech-talk.ca in America, tech-guion.ca in Espanol. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get that. And at the very bottom is our sign of the week that should give you a laugh. More when we continue. 14 before the hour on Tech Talk. Next weekend, 810 Rubini from the Victoria Mac and iOS group will be with us for our Super Bowl weekend edition. He wants to go a little deeper on chat GPT and typing mind, and we'll cover more of that in the Victoria Mac and iOS user group meeting next month as well. Several people, Ron, saying thank you so much for the homework on the on the home security cameras. Uh, Bruce says, I've been using Nest and Wise, but like the idea of home storage, also higher resolution of 4K from Ufi. So, yeah, thanks for doing, doing the phone there for that. Okay, uh, back to the phone lines, and Judy's been waiting patiently. Sorry, Judy, I had a reflection on the screen. I didn't see your name there. My apologies. All right, then. I have a little problem that I, I threw the phone, actually. Uh-oh. Um, Somebody's been phoning and, and saying that uh, Rogers has given me a phone, an I-15, uh, iPhone 15, and they, um, first of all, he said, uh, Rogers, kudos. So I said, well, kudos is part of uh, Tava. Good he spotting, said, Judy. <laughs> but he said that kudos is also with Rogers now. No. So, <laughs> oh boy! Clue number one. <laughs> yeah. to, to make it shorter, yep. um, 
I did receive the phones. I, put, I received two iPhone 15s. Uh-oh. Then I get a call saying they sent the wrong ones. They're for a different, different people. And what I ship it to them by FedEx. No, no, no. You need and, um, to. And, then, and I'll receive mine la- later. Well, I never did receive it later. It was supposed to be Wednesday. I still have them because when I went over to FedEx um, at the airport there, at the, um, he said they're getting them all the time in there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, but he didn't think it was anything wrong with it because it was go to MOA or something. No, no, it is, it is a scam, and they've somehow charged those to one of your accounts, probably to your phone account. Um, and then when you send them back, of course... You're actually sending them to the scammer. You're sending them to the scammer who's bought them using your money. So you need to check... Um, your phone is, is on which account? On which company? Your iPhone? I Rogers. Okay, so you need, to, you need to talk to somebody at Rogers by calling star 611 from your, from your phone. And right. tell them, and they will check your account and make sure that there is not being a charge. Also, check your credit card bill and see if they didn't manage to do it through something not to do with Rogers. But yeah, this is a very dangerous and common scam, Ron. But I'm really, really glad. And thank goodness the people at FedEx warned you. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, so they find a way either into your account or on your credit card. And knowing that it will only be sent to your address, they have them sent to your address. And then they, then they say, there's you. been a mistake, yeah. and you need to send those back to us, and we'll send you the right one. Yeah. Well, the ad- address they give you to send them back to will be a post office box that yep. goes to the scammer. Yeah, and then you're out the phones, yep. and now your account is charged for yep. your phones. And when you reach out to the company like Rogers, and they say, okay, no problem, just send us the phones back. And you go, but wait, I already sent them back. Well, you didn't send them to us. Yeah. Uh-oh. And talk to Rogers. Money. Yeah, so yeah. talk to Rogers. If Rogers has no record of the purchase, Judy, check your credit card statements, and somewhere on there, there's going to be a purchase. Now, it may not be the full price. They may have signed you up somehow impersonating you. They may have signed you up on for, a contract. On a contract. Mm. So you're only seeing $40 a month. For the next two years, or be more than that, but yeah, uh, that one that one drives me crazy. That's a really bad one out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, text here from somebody whose number ends in nine zero nine eight. Do iPhone seven models have serial numbers on the back of phones? Also, no. They stopped doing that after the six series because thieves in China were using it to create the serial numbers and make fake ones. So the serial numbers are only on iPhones up to the 6XX and 6 Plus. If you had an iPhone 7, you're going to have to find the serial number through some other means in order to get that $150. If you can still start the phone, you should be able to find it in the About yes. information. Yes, Settings, General, if it About. Starts, yeah. Yeah, if it, if it yeah. will start, and then that will qualify. If not, we need a something, email, receipt, photo of the receipt, something at all in there. From Bert, hi, Brian, for you, I'm looking to buy an Apple laptop. Are there any deals on or coming soon? Uh, yeah, the only times really are Black Friday and back to school uh, that you're going to see deals on the new Macs. So yeah. You can get really. education pricing, though, if you are a student or the parent of a student. Or the grandparent of a or student. Or the grandparent, or if you are an educator. And that includes yep. support staff in schools. 
Only through Apple Online. Yes, only through yes. that. You yep. can't. Uh, London Not Drugs can no longer, and stores like that can no longer do that. The other thing you could try is if you're interested in buying one that's a customer return within 15 days, I know when I worked there as a manager, we would discount those one or two hundred dollars, which mm-hmm. is not something you'd normally see. Yeah. Uh, we totally restore them. We make sure they're perfect. They come with a full warranty. Yeah. They actually mm-hmm. use an Apple software system to yeah. guarantee that there has been nothing yeah. damaged co- otherwise. So Completely yeah. checked. Yeah. yeah. Check that at, at London Drugs and ask them, do they store have Store to store, it's variable. So just go in and ask the manager. Yep. Oh, Eitan just texted in. You can get the serial number by plugging an iPhone into the computer. Even if you can't get the iPhone itself to... Okay, Eitan, next weekend, homework. (laughs) You're going to tell us more on that one there. Okay, final segment coming up after this. Wow, that's been a very past couple of hours here. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Brian is working on a podcast. If you just missed part of it, before we go, we'll run out of time for Martina and Majo. What would you like to say to your families uh, back home in Espanol? Mm. Are they listening? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Mm. Let's say, I don't know. Well, Majo, what do you want to say? What Martina thinks? Uh, uh, in Espanol, right? Well, I would say, les quiero mucho a todos. Les mando un saludo. Les mando un abrazo. Te amo, mami. Te amo, papi. Dana. A toda, toda mi familia. Saludos a mami y a mi abuelita. Y saludos a todos, todos, todos. Y un saludo también a Sergio. If you understand Spanish, you will know what that meant. If you don't, that's not for us. Mar- Martina, to your family. I said in Catalan or in Spanish? In Catalan. Okay. I'm sure there's people here that speak Catalan, and this will bring ah. a big smile to their face. Ah. Um, bueno, re, que, que ya me explicareu tot com va, que també us trobo falta. I, i no sé, hola avios, hola papas, hola germano, no sé re, ja que ja me explicareu tot. Adeu. You can see how much fun we have. Wow. <laughs> with the girls. That is really cool. It's so fun having you here. Gracias. Thank you for coming in. This is a brave step, coming into radio one week after arriving in a new country. So, muchas gracias. Surprise. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's great to meet you, Martina, as well. I'm sure we will see you out there as well. We're going to do much more stuff. Again, pictures of them down at the bottom of the show notes here. Lots of other uh, conversations here. Um, somebody texted and just caught the tail end of that conversation. People with iPhone 6 get $150 back. If so, from who? Yes, Tentatively, that the settlement goes to court for final, well, it's gone to court, decision on February 21st from Apple because they slowed down your phone to protect it when they came up with the new operating system seven years ago. So that is coming up. That is item number 12, no, item number 10 in the Tech Talk show notes at tech-talk.ca. Lots of other stuff we didn't get to. Item 16, WhatsApp now lets you share your screen during a video call. 17, Google Assistant is shutting down on Samsung TVs. You can explore the Starship Enterprise with Apple Vision Pro. For $5,000? U.S. and not available (laughs) in Canada. Apple has one active device per four people on the planet. And one we'll talk about more next week. Microsoft said to release groundbreaking Windows AI this fall. Okay, um, on that note, literally, we'll leave you with 
Bruce Hornsby without the range, but with the BBC Concert Orchestra. Ron, thanks for coming in. Thanks for bringing my Pleasure. Pleasure to be in. Thank you. Ryan, thanks as always. Thank you. That was really fun. Lots more on the show notes, and we'll join you for our Super Bowl Chinese New Year weekend edition next weekend. Goes.